Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast, all about reinventing your health with safer, cheaper, more effective natural solutions and powerful lifestyle changes so that you become the CEO of your health. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder. Last week, I got very vulnerable and shared my miscarriage story that happened earlier this year in January 2020. I felt like it was important to share my story because no one deserves to experience a pregnancy loss in silence and shame. And I know that many women have experienced their own pregnancy loss and it can feel very isolating and lonely. Now, if you missed the episode, feel free to go back. It was episode 225 just last Friday and it was about 20 minutes long. Now today, I want to touch on the bigger story and share what I did to get pregnant twice, once in November of 2019, and then again this March of 2020 after my January miscarriage. And I did that all at the age of 40. Now I am currently 27 weeks pregnant with our baby bear from our March pregnancy, and our baby is due in December this year, about three months away. And we are getting more and more excited at every passing week, and I am receiving an abundance of questions landing in my DMs. It is no surprise that women are struggling to get pregnant or to maintain their pregnancy due to many factors. And there are many women who want to just prime their body and get ready to get pregnant, to have a healthy pregnancy, not only for themselves, but most especially for their baby. So today I want to shed light on what I did And what I learned about the primester, which is that three to six month sweet spot of prepping before trying to conceive. Now my journey really started back in the summer of 2018, when I was 38 years old, about to turn 39. My husband and I had been together for seven years and finally felt like it was the best time to start trying to have a baby. Basically, we've been talking about it for a while and decided to move forward in that direction to get our bodies healthy for this new journey to extend our family of two to a family of three. At this time in my life, everything felt like it was flowing. I was finishing up my seventh book, the EO Hormone Solution book, and it was getting ready to print with Penguin Random House. Our business was thriving, and I had accomplished most of what I wanted by 38 years old. And that was really important to me. Because I chose to wait this long to start a family. Because growing up with a single mama who was trying to get by, goodness, there were definitely some hard years for everyone. My mom always inspired me to follow my dreams and my mission first. So I did that. I've been doing that for well over a decade before choosing the sacred rite of passage that is motherhood. It's equally important for me to have found a partner who was aligned on the same path, who wanted to nourish our relationship with experiences that we both loved before becoming a family of three and beyond. I also wanted us to be in a great place when we got started and wanted us to both feel ready. Those were all super important aspects, so we gave ourselves many years to do that. Now, Alex and I traveled quite a bit over the years, something that we both value a lot. We attended our fair share of music festivals and concerts and had a lot of fun together, just the two of us, just doing us. Starting a family felt really good, especially the fall winter of 2018-19. It just felt like a great time for us to get started. But then 
my health ended up sidetracking me in a really big way. It was also during this time that I was feeling just a little bit run down. I had put on 15 to 20 pounds that I had not been able to get rid of for over a year to two years. My face was puffy. My digestive system was really slowing down. I had my eyebrows falling out. Like I knew something wasn't right, but I couldn't really put my finger on it. So I went in for tests because I wanted to check out my reproductive hormones, my blood sugar levels, nutrient profiles, and my thyroid. Something in me suspected my thyroid, and sure enough, I was struggling with hypothyroidism. And that is when your thyroid hormone is just not sufficient and your metabolism is struggling. Now, the cause for this low thyroid function was due to an autoimmune condition called Hajimoto's thyroiditis. Now, I shared my thyroid story many times on this podcast and recently touched upon it in relation to getting pregnant on episode 221, which was called Root Causes of Hajimoto's and How to Address It. But it was a defining moment for me I mean, I needed to put my pregnancy on hold in order to get well. It's important to note that during pregnancy, the fetus needs an ample supply of thyroid hormone, T3 hormone, along with mama. Mama needs a lot of hormone too, a lot of thyroid hormone. So I wanted to make sure that everything was dialed in before I embarked on such an important journey into pregnancy and motherhood. I decided to take another year and to heal my body and to get my autoimmune condition into remission before trying to get pregnant. And I'm not gonna lie, waiting another year felt a little bit risky to me. But even more risky was trying to get pregnant when my body just wasn't functioning at the peak capacity that it needed to bring a new life into this world. I was definitely concerned with having an autoimmune condition and low thyroid hormone and other hormonal imbalances because of it, that that could be causing me problems if I was trying to get pregnant. So after focusing nonstop on my health and dialing my diet, my supplements, my lifestyle, I was in remission from my autoimmune condition by the summer of 2019. Whew, it was definitely a slog to get there, and I was very committed to the journey. At the time, last summer, I sought out a dear friend and a renowned fertility expert, Dr. Cleopatra. Now, she was recently on the show, and she's going to actually be on the show a couple more times. Her last episode with me was How to Reverse Reproductive Aging and Upgrade Your Baby's Epigenetics, and that was episode 204. It was an amazing episode if you want to go check it out. And what I love so much about Dr. Cleopatra, she literally reverses reproductive aging and helps you to upgrade your epigenetics and your baby's epigenetics. I mean, honestly, she is my shero. So you got to go check out this episode if you're interested in that. I brought her on as my practitioner to help me with prepping with my primester. Technically, the primester is the three months before actually starting to try and conceive. That just gives your body a full 90 days to really gear up for the pregnancy magic. Now, at the time, I was tracking my cycle and my ovulation window, which I believe is extremely important when you want to get pregnant. I did this with the Kendara app, which is on my phone, and a thermometer every morning. Knowing when you ovulate is clutch for getting pregnant, especially for both you and your partner. 
We decided that we wanted to start trying in October of 2019, so Alex and I began to focus on our reproductive health in a big way in July of 2019. So basically, we just worked backwards. And Dr. Cleopatra really helped us to kind of lock in the amount of time we needed to really prep our bodies for conception. Now, like all couples doing all kinds of couple activities, it does take two to tango, and the sperm is just as important as the egg. And the sperm takes 90 days to fully mature, so what's going down in those 90 days can impact sperm quality. Sperm quality is super important when it comes to creating that baby. So I just wanna just speak into that because I know so often the responsibility is put on the woman to get her body right, but let's just talk about how it's important for both people to get their bodies ready and prepped to have this baby. Now eggs, they take about 60 days to mature, a little less than sperm, and again, it doesn't just matter to develop healthy, mature eggs in those 60 days or more, but also that the garden is well tended to. And that garden I'm speaking about is your uterus, the place that your baby is gonna grow for nine plus months on average. So we did our wildly successful 14-day detox for 90 days. So I have a 14-day detox, I know you've heard about it. If not, I'm gonna talk a little bit about it in just a second. But we decided to extend that program for 90 days to eliminate inflammation, gut issues, balancing our hormones was a big piece of that, and making sure that the sperm and eggs were ready to go. On a side note, as I mentioned, we are launching our final live fall detox right now. This is gonna be our third one this year and our final one this year. The start date is October 5th, so we've got plenty of time to prep. And we have hundreds of detoxers joining us already in case you are interested in joining us too. Goodness knows, this is one of the best times of the year to do a detox. It's before the holidays, right? I think this detox goes from the 5th to the 20th, give or take. So right before Halloween, before Thanksgiving, before all of it, before it gets all crazy, it's a great time to just reset your body and then carry that momentum through the holidays. So I love doing an October detox. And I'm actually on a pretty kind of restricted plan in my pregnancy right now. I'm not doing any processed sugar, any, any processed anything. I'm limiting a lot of my grains because at the end of the day, I still need to make sure that I stay in mission with my Hajimoto's. And so I'm going to be doing a little bit of this program with our big detox group. I'm definitely going to be cheerleading the whole entire group. And here's the deal. This was the program that I used to get my Hajimoto's into remission in the first place. Hence why I created it. So I am basically doing a version of this program all the time to keep my body really, really healthy. So you can check it out and join our incredible detox community. It just gets better and better and better. Um, you can find it at drmarisa.com slash detox. And like I said, you've got plenty of time to join. We rock out and we get started on October 5th. And I'd love to have you participate. If you're just feeling like your gut and your liver and your body just needs a little bit of an upgrade, you're looking to improve your energy, improve your sleep, your mood, and most importantly, improving your digestion. So those are the added benefits of doing the program with us for 14 days. So we did this for 90 days. We also addressed any stress in our life. We created more solid self-care morning routines and evening routines. I meditated every day. I created a little baby altar to welcome our baby. I know it's a little bit woo-woo, but I had some crystals and some 
Palo Santo and some candles. I just wanted to just do all the things that one would do to bring the baby in. I journaled every day about my vision for our baby. I just wanted to make sure that I was super in alignment and that I was putting out all of my good mama energy towards this hopefully soon-to-be baby. Now, something that I just want to note is that reducing stress and the constant rushing from your life is so important. When we are rushing all the time, we have constant obligations, you're basically telling your body that you don't have space or time to create another human being. So when we reduce stress and we reduce the amount of rushing, we just kind of bring it down a notch and kind of go into a calming state, we tell the body that we have time and space to conceive and carry a baby to term. Now, stress has always been my Achilles heel. And we had a really big hormone summit coming up that October last year that was incredible. It was amazing, attended by 85,000 people. So I really wanted to focus on getting my body relaxed and zen and telling the body, hey, we are welcoming this baby. We also focused on supplementation, especially me. I am gonna do a full episode on supplements for pregnancy prenatal and postpartum next week. So I'm going to go into the nitty gritty of it all. And filling nutrient gaps is probably one of the most important things that you can do outside of reducing stress, toxins, focusing on your gut and your hormone health. Now, I was already taking a ton of vitamins and supplements for my thyroid, my hormones, my gut and my insulin levels. But I want to quickly share what I was taking with you. First and foremost, I took a Designs for Health prenatal supplement two times a day. It's four capsules, so I broke up into two capsules in the morning and two capsules at lunch, which I'm continuing to take today, so I've been taking them for well over a year now. I took 600 milligrams of magnesium glycinate before bed for sleep, digestive support, energy, mood support, and so much more. I find that magnesium glycinate in particular is so necessary for women, every woman really, even if you're not trying to get pregnant, because it is powerful for energy, focus. I mean, there's literally 500 plus reactions that magnesium plays a role in. I think every woman should be on magnesium. And I do sell the magnesium that I take in my Essentially Whole store. It's called Magnesium Restore. And I've been taking it for quite some time and I don't anticipate stop taking it any time soon. Next, I took methylated B vitamins for extra folate and B12 support. It's a full spectrum B vitamin, but I really wanted to step up my folate and B12. And these are two big must-haves for pregnancy and just for hormone and liver support. And I also offer a full spectrum B vitamin complete, a methylated B vitamin in my store. It's one of the best-selling products along with Magnesium Restore. They actually sell together significantly well because they work so beautifully at helping to support the liver, the gut, and your hormones. I also took choline because it's so necessary for the baby's neurodevelopment and for your neurological health as well. I still take 1,000 milligrams per day. Choline is needed for the liver and other processes in the body, so I always recommend taking choline every single day. Then I was taking 1,200 milligrams of omegas from Nordic Naturals. I want to say it's the ultimate omegas, and I'm still taking those every single day as well. We know we need to take those omegas, so I'm taking them. Then I also took 
500 units of activated vitamin D3 with K1 and K2 for the greatest absorption. Wanna make sure that if we're taking vitamin D, we're absorbing vitamin D. And at this time, my vitamin D levels, like back in the day, about a year ago, were a little lower than normal. And I started taking this supplement for 60 days. Well, at least I retested in 60 days and my levels were solidly normal. And that is very, I find with a lot of vitamin D supplements, for whatever reason, they just don't move your numbers. This one does. And because I was so impressed, um, um, I wanted to formulate exactly like this. And so we do carry an activated vitamin D complete with K1 and K2, especially to boost the immune system. But again, vitamin D is so, so critical for so many things. For my insulin levels to support and stabilize, I took chromium and berberine. Most of us do not know that we start to develop, especially women, insulin resistance in our mid-30s, and it can cause hormone issues and metabolism issues down the road in our 40s and 50s, which, ooh, we do not want. So I have been on top of my insulin levels for quite some time, and I'm happy to report that last week, I passed my one-hour glucose tolerance test for gestational diabetes, despite my doctor telling me that I was probably gonna fail that test due to my age, that most women in their late 30s and 40s don't pass because they've got insulin resistance. Ha, take that, doctor. So I love great supplements to help support insulin. I don't take chromium and berberine now, but I was taking it up until April, May of this year. And I started taking chelated zinc and iron biglycinate each and every day. I'm still taking these at 25 milligrams each. I have had low iron levels on and off over the years, so I continue to take an iron supplement each day, especially during my pregnancy. So I'm taking these consistently. Also, zinc is great for the immune system. It's great for the reproductive system. I know we've been hearing so much about zinc this year, zinc and vitamin D. These are really important, but they play such a major role in our overall reproductive development. Then for my gut, I am taking a spore-based probiotic. I love Thrive Probiotics and Megaspore. Both work great. I'm also taking a digestive enzyme before every single meal to assimilate and make sure I'm breaking everything down. I'm taking insoluble fiber in my smoothies. I'm using matcha in my smoothies. And I've got another yummy little green superfood from Organifi that I love as well. So in terms of taking supplements, I think it's super, super important that in that three months or six months prior to wanting to get pregnant, that you consider having a full routine, especially if you can afford it. Note that during that trimester, I was also taking a couple of other specific supplements for my thyroid, but I know that those don't pertain to everyone. And I really break those down in my Hajimoto's episode that I shared earlier, in case you're wondering about that. Now, throughout mid-July to mid-October, We were on that detox protocol, which removed grains, eggs, processed foods, caffeine, sugar, dairy, all the things. And if you were to join the detox, those are all the things you're going to get rid of. And we felt really good about our October conception date, or at least our start date. We were a bit stressed, not going to lie, because we were in the middle of our hormone summit launch. But we tried anyway in my ovulatory window. One of my strengths is follow through. So if I say we're going to start in October, we are starting in October, unless something is definitely wrong and then clearly we wait. 
So we tried in October, but we didn't get pregnant, probably because of the extra stress due to the launch that we were in. But by November, things slowed significantly down and we ended up getting pregnant in November and found out in Hawaii that we were pregnant in early December. After I lost that pregnancy at the beginning of January, we decided to do another 60-day detox in February and March because I wanted to restore and replenish my body for when we were ready to try again. It was definitely an emotional roller coaster, but we thought the one thing that we could do was just really nourish our bodies in the best way possible. So we decided to do a 60-day program together, my husband and I. In February, my cycle came back and we decided to wait an entire cycle before trying again in March earlier this year. My supplement routine stayed the same and I really focused on reducing my stress with self-care, which included oils, reading, meditation, prayer, journaling, nature walks, and working out. At the end of March, we decided to start trying during my ovulation window and we got pregnant and found out on the 10th of April. Woohoo! To summarize, it's pretty clear that I was very thoughtful and proactive in trying to get pregnant and really tried to set my body up for success, especially because I'd had so many health issues over the years before that. I know that it doesn't always look that way and it doesn't even need to. I also know that as we get older, especially trying to conceive in our 40s, there's a lot more thought and consideration. I mean, you waited this long for a reason and there is room to really focus on you to create the healthiest baby possible and also to create the healthiest you possible. So at the end of the day, prepping your body for pregnancy is really about giving your body space to do something beyond miraculous. It takes a tremendous amount of energy to create another human being from scratch, which is what we do. We, you know, if we decided to embark in that journey. And it's my goal in this episode to equip you with everything that you need to create your little baby with ease and grace. If there is someone in your life who is in their 30s and they think that they are running out of time, please share this episode with them because our reproductive age can be much younger than our birth year. And even better, you can decrease your reproductive years by nourishing your body with self-care, healthy foods, and key nutrients. Now, you will also find the link to the supplements I mentioned that I offer in the Essentially Whole store in the show notes for episode 227, along with the link to join our amazing fall 14-day detox group, which again is drmarisa.com slash detox. I want to say thank you so much for listening into my pregnancy journey. It has been a beautiful one, but extensive one. And I hope that by sharing my story, we can all feel more informed about what's possible for pregnancy beyond 35 years and older. Right now, I have two other incredible friends who are pregnant and they are in their 40s as well. So I know it's possible. On next Friday's episode, I'm going to be taking a deeper dive into the best supplements for being pregnant along with the amount you need because unfortunately, I've learned that prenatal supplements don't contain everything we need, especially the best ones out there. So if you're looking to learn about what supplements to take during your premester, your prenatal, your pregnancy, postpartum, and beyond, I'm going to be breaking it down next Friday in more detail. Until then, I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful week, and I look forward to seeing you then. Bye.